So welcome to CTO Coffee, um, the podcast about humans in technology. And um, today I'm talking to Joanna and Baron. Um, both are from Isle of IT, a small human-centered company that's rooted deeply in the testing community in Europe. Um, and they are also organizing events such as the IT Matters conference series. And Yeah, today I want to talk to them about this, but also about lots of other stuff that's going on at the moment. And yeah, so hi, both of you. And maybe you um, want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, okay, maybe I'll start. Um, so as you said, uh, we are both uh, from I Love IT, uh, the company that's well, I'm, where I'm uh, responsible for organizing conferences and meetups. Um, well, my, my background is organizing, uh, testing events, testing conferences. Um, uh, right now we are trying to, uh, do something together with Baron that is slightly different. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit, bit more, uh, later. Um, and, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's it for now, I think. Um, yep. Yeah. I'm an organizer. <laughs> so you're Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jana, Jana, and yeah, I'm, 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 my job is being an event organizer. I've been doing this for the uh, last couple of years. Uh, this is something I love doing. That's my passion. And uh, yeah, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about our project later. Hi, I'm Deden. Uh, I'm from Belgium. And I've been a consultant uh, for a reasonably big company for well, quite a long time, um, up until the point two years ago that I decided that these big kind of companies are not really for me and I got frustrated quite a bit. Um, that was a point in my life where I jumped on my bike, started traveling, um, and also the point where I started as a freelancer and that um, small quest, let's say, started uh, or as a journey that is now somewhere um, in building a micro organization, something small, uh, where people can be themselves, where people like working with the people that, um, that they work with or interact with, um, and where people really are at the center. And I'm still on that journey. We haven't arrived yet. Um, and it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So great, great stories to be had there. Um, so there's this, this elephant in the room <laughs> right now. Um, we're recording this episode, um, end of March, 2020. And right now there's like this, yeah, like pandemic sweeping across the globe. Um, so I don't know when you will listen to this, um, dear listener. So, but this is the context we're in right now. Um, so um we got to know each other um over yeah our shared passion for organizing events let's say it that way um me trying to put on um humans conf with others and um Joanna and Baron putting on IT matters um and yeah these kind of plans got like shuffled around um quite a bit um so so much that um humans come for now is um yeah simply not happening as it was planned end of may it's canceled for now um sad to hear and it. It was so <laughs> me, me too yes yes very much um but yeah it is how it is um at the moment and um 
yeah, but I mean, you, um, you folks organizing events like also in a way for a living, not just like for fun, um, in a way like I did for, um, with HumansConf, but also for a living. So this is probably, in a, um, yeah, quite, quite a hard time for you. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, well, we, we are just, I think we're still processing <laughs> the, 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 the new situation because it was, uh, so sudden and it's, uh, changed our everyday life so dramatically over just a few days. Um, uh, sadly, it was just, uh, when we, uh, announced a date for our three events, uh, that we are planning to do, we're still planning to do in uh, autumn. Um, so there is a bit of, a bit, a lot of uncertainty around our, uh, plans and around our projects at the moment. Um, but let's say that we are just, um, trying to do our best to make it happen and adjust to the new situation and we'll see what happens next. Uh, but obviously uh, we are, we are worried, uh, and we see all these amazing events being canceled, uh, feeling really, um, really, really sorry for, for, uh, for other organizers, um, because organizing events is such a hard work. Um, and requires so much time uh, to put together. Um, so it, it, it is a hard time for us, uh, for sure. And for the community as well, because these events are, um, are something that bring people together. And, um, I'm sure that people really will miss that and, uh, will, will miss more in it in the upcoming weeks. So it's very difficult to, to organize these things. I mean, getting sponsors to support us, getting people to um, commit to coming to such an event, even if it might be canceled, getting speakers to commit to coming to another country. At this point, everything is super uncertain. Um, but Joanna and me, we were talking about this, like how, how should we go about this? Should we go digital? Should we cancel? Um, at this point, I, I think we both agree that we're going to be brave. Um, we're going to go on, uh, even if we, as you said, our, our, um, income depends on it, but even if it's going to make a, a loss, I think we shall still should do it. Um, because it's more than just money that comes out of these events. It's a community, it's people, it's, uh, it can be a place where people, um, talk to each other, support each other, better understand the hardships that we go through. And that still needs to happen now, especially more than any, any time. <laughs> so, um, Joanna, you were saying earlier, and I think this is totally true that organizing events, putting them on is like hard work, very hard work. Um, if I may add that one word there. So, um, especially in, in the current times, of course, but it, it's already hard as it is, um, to organize events, but also to make them like great events. Um, to make them really great to be there. Let's maybe not um, put, um, say too much there, but like what in your experience um, goes into like making a great event in, in the sense of like, what is a great event? Maybe <laughs> what is a great conference from your point of view, of course, um, but also how, um, how to create that then? Well, um, I can say how, what we are trying to do with IT Matters um, as an example. Um, 
it only happened once. <laughs> so, uh, well, we, we hope we, we can continue um, to to do that the way we want to. Um, um, but um, IT Matters is 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 an event created for um, for people to just feel safe and feel um, welcome, uh, feel included. And at the same time, learn and uh, gain new skills. Um, the conference is is rather small uh, because we are not doing a huge event. It's it's for about 100, 150 people. Uh, but um, this is the kind of way we want to uh, do it, uh, and I think people really appreciate that as well uh, because they can talk to each other. Um, they can really connect. They can. They are not uh, anonymous. They. They. You know. They are um, creating this little community uh, during this uh, during the day of the conference. And because we are talking about things that are not easy to talk talk about, um, because it's about um, not only diversity and inclusion and all the struggles that come with the subjects, but also. We talk about a lot about mental health, uh, for example, um, and it was a big thing we we, we tackled uh, in Warsaw. We did not accept people to be uh, uh, expect people to be so um, committed to that topic, uh, but it turned out to be very very relatable. You could see that actually people need that conversation to be um, to be present, uh, you know, um, and. This is what I'm particularly proud about uh, when organizing this particular event, that we have um, been successful in um, um, giving people a space where they can be so open and feel safe uh, to talk about things that are not easy to talk about, sometimes very personal. Um, so this is something that is very important for us, I think. Um, when organizing IT matters, um, to create that, that that space that is not existing at many big conferences that have other purposes, of course. Um, but this is something that we are trying to do. So how 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 do you create that space then? Because I mean, it doesn't happen just. You don't say, "Okay, cool, let's talk about mental health." But in, in a way, it is just like that. Um, I think that um, it's thanks to our um, speakers and people um, involved in the project in general um, because they are not creating a distance between them and the listeners. It's more about some sort of like um, peer-to-peer conversation. We are more about exchanging um Ideas rather than you know just giving them to people and ask them to listen. So this is something um, we are trying to do, and that's due to our uh, speakers that it's happened in Warsaw, and I think we managed to um, to do that. Um, I think this is might be a silly thing as well, but finding the right venue <laughs> is also important. We decided to do it in a smaller venue where we didn't have like a huge open space with. Um, sponsor stands and um, uh, where people could get kind of lost. We were all together all the time. <laughs> so uh, 
we could say we forced people to talk to each other, but it actually worked um, because they had nowhere to hide and well, they, they were just a part of they were just part of something, you know. Um, they couldn't just go somewhere for a coffee uh, and uh, just talk to their friends. Um, it was all about being together. So the right venue <laughs> also helped. Absolutely. When we when we went to the venue in uh, in Amsterdam, we had several options. The first one that we visited, we felt so much at home. It was a small place, so and, and that um, regards exactly what we're looking for. But we entered, and people were smiling at us. Um, they were uh, giving us coffee immediately. Oh yeah, have a seat. Here's some coffee. Here's some biscuits. Um, let's have a talk first and then we'll show you the place. And, and we felt immediately at home. And I think that's the kind of atmosphere that we want to, to create as well. And to um, having the right speakers there. One of the best tech conferences that I ever went to, um, there was this one keynote speaker and she started right off the bat. Um, so everyone was there. Everyone listened to her. She started talking and um, she had a stutter. So um, she, she was sometimes difficult to understand at the beginning because you have to, um, to accustom to that. But it set such a precedent for the whole conference that it's okay. She, she addressed that, um, let's say, weakness um, immediately. And she was so honest about this. And she said, this is what I am dealing with. This is my challenge. But hey, I'm on stage. I'm tackling this. Um, I am honest about this and I open up about this. And within those first 10 minutes, the whole atmosphere for the conference was set. And that was such a strong moment for me that I knew this is how conferences need to be, how, how conferences need to be kicked off. So it's leading by example in a, in a way, like asking of course, you as organizers leading by example, like setting setting the example by showing hospitality um, to to your participants, but also the the speakers, if if there are speakers um, for um, at the conference, there is like a fixed schedule and there are yeah speakers and yeah them also setting examples in in a way showing vulnerability. I think um, in in this sense, so yeah that 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 makes a lot of makes a lot of sense um so how do we do this in in the current times then um you already kind of like hinted at that that you have have some ideas also while while talking um while you um talked in the beginning baron um i also immediately had this very um maybe naive uh, not not idea but this naive thought that um maybe you as an event as an event organizing team can also like show vulnerability in, in the current times as in like, okay, this is what we're at. This is um, not working out at the moment. And this is like um, also kind of critical for us, um, for us as a small company, like not me, myself, of course, but speaking with your voice, <laughs> putting this into your mouth kind of. Um, so um, 
yeah, and kind of maybe asking for for help in in terms of I don't know crowdsourcing or um, like small um, small sponsorships without asking for something in return. Um, like a lot of people are suggesting at the moment, like for it in order to support your local restaurants, um, like buy vouchers from them, support them in in this kind of way. So yeah, just just as an idea, you don't have to like <laughs> comment on that right now, um, but. Yeah, many words for the question like okay, what are what are your strategies at the moment? How are you how are you coping? How are you thinking about this? It's, it's less of a question of strategy, I would say. It's more of an, an ideology. It might also be the wrong word. Um but I'm I can't say that it's really deliberate working or or very strategic work right now. Um but I didn't expect starting a small company as I have in a couple of years that we would be hit by something so tremendous as right now. Um, and you, you can see, I mean, LinkedIn and all social media are over flooding with how you should handle this, how to do crisis communication, how to do remote work. And everyone's sharing these um, positive thoughts, let's say, um, but they don't feel super earnest to be honest. Um, so I, I tried to create a space also for the people I'm working with where they feel um, secure. Um, I also tried to, to build our company that way that we have a secure base to start off so we can bridge the next couple of months and even longer if necessary with our financials. I told them that they will not lose their jobs. I, will I told them they, um, even though they suggested that they they wanted to be paid less, if that will um, make things easier. Um, but I think as an employer, it's your responsibility to at least have a minimum. Um, well, I consider this the minimum that you pay the people that work for you what you promised them, and it, it pisses me off a bit that. Companies like McDonald's or big airlines um, are laying off people, maybe temporarily, maybe permanently. Um, that only shows that they've been taking risks for far too long, that they can't. I can imagine if this keeps up for a couple of months, more companies will follow. But if in the first weeks already you say, ah, oh, we can't pay you, then you've been taking risks for far too long and far too many risks. And that's what I don't want to do with our company. Maybe it's easy to say with a small company, but still. Um, so that's on the financial part. Another big topic, and then the financial part supports that, but this is the mental health of people. Um, so there's people I work with who are very easy to share their feelings and how they are doing, and there's people who don't. And getting people to... Um, to want to say that something is not going well, um, if that's the case, is a difficult thing to do. So as a, as a leader, I share when it's not okay for me. I, I show my, or I try to show my vulnerability as well. I, I woke up on Sunday morning and I said, um, even though everything still seems to be going right, I was feeling very anxious. I was mostly resting with myself and trying to um, to cope with that, but it, it was difficult. So I shared this with the team and I hope that showing this vulnerability from me also gives them a platform to share what they are feeling. 
Well, what, what else we're trying to do um, is because we feel like the, the topics um, around IT Matters Conference are becoming even more relevant at the moment. So we feel like it's actually really important to continue, not just, you know, to to do this as our jobs, but uh, there's like a, a bigger purpose um, for that. Mm, so um, we feel like it's really important to, and it's going to be important after this whole thing finish, is, is finished. Um, and we are back to the other rea- reality because it's not going to be the same reality as we had before the coronavirus outbreak, for sure. Some things will change, but um, uh, we think that there will be a place for events like IT Matters uh, because they are talking about the things that will be very, very important and are very important at the moment. When I think about our our small company and I think about how we are doing things, how how Bern is contacting with us, I see the some sort of an example of a different type of leadership, a different type of of, of um, communicating with uh, with your with your employees. So um, it's I think it's very important to talk about um, the things that are so much into the human factor of our work at the moment because it's now more than ever people will ask you lead their leaders uh, questions that are really difficult um, or just uh, talk about the things um, that are really difficult for them so leaders will be hearing all these uh, questions like you know what's happening with our company what ha- what's happening with economy and sales how will i lose my job um how long it's going to take? Um, or are they just going to say something like, you know, I cannot concentrate. I cannot work because I'm too stressed. Uh, or I'm, I'm really worried about my family. I'm really worried that they might be sick or I might, might get sick. So this is, this is the moment that, you know, if you're not, not having this uh, uh, human-centered approach, it's going to be really, really difficult for you to um, to lead successfully your team, and um, this is one of the topics we are uh, we are interested in at, at IT Matters um, to encourage leaders to not only focus on on the you know technical side of of their jobs and their employees and their skills, but also about this human factor. You know, to see that not everyone is um, dealing with uh, the crisis situation in the same way that um, uh, you need to kind of um, be empathetic and understanding towards people um, that they might react differently, that sometimes their reactions might be um, something that we don't really know how to deal with, but we have to (laughs) uh, because we rely on each other. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is the time for uh, leaders to be ver- really brave, um, to be very human, and um, things will not be the same again um, after after this is done. And uh, some ways of leadership uh, will not work anymore. So I think it's important for us to continue to spread the message and to you know to talk about it um, and. And hopefully we will be able to do that in autumn. Uh, if not, uh, we will do it a little later. <laughs> um, 
And we are also trying to do some things online, although um, we, we can see it's not the same and it's not perfect, um, but still it's, it's the necessity at the moment. This is the only thing we can do. And it's better to do that than do nothing. <laughs> so, um, so we are trying to also do some, some sort of uh, online meetings. We had one uh, last week where we talked a lot about um, dealing with the crisis situation. I know you, you Baron said before that he's a bit skeptic about it, but um, um, I personally think it's very important to talk about it and to at least try um, to find a way to help ourselves. Um, and there are actually ways to do that. Um, sometimes they are very simple. Um, but we are just not looking into them. Uh, we were talking a lot about mindfulness and, you know, um, just uh, trying to understand how your brain works. Um, and that will, that can also help a lot about a lot uh, with the anxiety. Um, and I'm very happy to see that even the big companies are, are picking it up and um, like sending their employees uh, some sort of advice like how to uh, relax using their by breathing uh, correctly and uh, these are just simple simple things that um, can help people but also you know once you receive the message like that you can see that your company do care about you like it's not you're not just uh, a number <laughs> you're a human being and um we, we, we cannot forget about that during these uh, difficult times uh, where, you know, it's hard for all of us. But uh, if it's getting hard, we can also help ourselves by helping others. This is also, you know, a great way to do with, um, with stress and anxiety. Just do something good and be useful for others. Well. I think the important thing about these online events is that we, we also give... Um, the opportunity for people to share their inputs that they have a chance to speak. And I, actually, while you were, you were uh, introducing what you would like to do, I was wondering if there is an online collaboration tool where you first sit in a room like we are doing right now, all three of us together, and then you can break out in smaller groups like uh, like what we see in open spaces, as in humans come, what the idea was, right? But then virtually... So that you you have a presenter, you present a topic, you um, as a as a group, then decide what you want to talk about in different smaller rooms, and then you break out. I think that would be a very interesting way of dealing with this. Yeah, funny enough, just yesterday evening there was um, a virtual open space experiment um, happened. Yeah, took place. Um, was organized from some people of the Liberating Structures online community, and uh, that that was very interesting. And people shared like very um, much insightful things. And all, all already just attending that um, was also very much um, a learning ex experience. So yeah, there, there are ways to do that. It's certainly everything is very much in the beginning there and people are still figuring out the tools and um, all, all tools have some kind of hiccups and you run into, yeah, let's say unexpected limitations. Um, but yeah, there, there is a way. Um, and just like I said yesterday, when I attended that experiment, that online experiment, I also found it like, 
super amazing how each open space that I've experienced, most of them were kind of like Socrates events. Um, I always, what I found most magical was that no matter how many new people were there, um, they picked up the, the energy and the kind of like implicit expectation and the implicit how to, how to interact with the crowd, what to expect from them. And, um, yeah, new people, new joiners picked that up like so fast that the energy of the room of the event, even if it's just, or even if it's 200 people yet, um, it was amazing to, to see that. Um, and I found it very great to see that this also happens online. Like, I think it, it's also again, like a topic where influenced by the people who organize it and kind of like are the first to speak and are the ones where others kind of like look towards for how to, how to, how to act, how to interact. Um, and yesterday's virtual open space experiment, um, like had great hosts, um, Birgit Nishark and Ruben clerks, I think was his name. Sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. Um, and they, they had also an amazing energy and showed that to the room. Um, and it really worked out. So there were 100 people online. Everybody hit their camera on so many smiles and so many waving hands um, to the to the camera and, and showing appreciation. And um, yeah, and also breakouts happening and then and all that. So there is a way to tra transport that. But of course, as, as so often with these kinds of things, you cannot literally translate everything like one to one. Um, yeah, but I also wanted to go go back to to one thing um in that um and you, you partly answered that already joanna in that like the reason why you're putting on all these kinds of events and how are you structuring them or how you, the kind of like atmosphere that you're trying to create um and that it's important to step forward and still organize these events like trying to put on these events um in the in the in the current times is even like especially important um and so what you're doing there again is leading by example, right? I mean, you're being, even if you don't use that word, maybe for yourself, you're being a role model for other organizers and, and for the industry, um, it's itself. Um, and I would be very interested to hear a little bit more, um, both of your, of course, both of your views on what kind of world, what kind of industry would you like to see? So what, what is the world that you're trying to steer towards with, with your events, what you're trying to be role models for? It's, it is a very hard question and a very easy question at the same time, right? <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> because we all uh, have this um, um, vision, right, of the world we would like to live in, of the workplace where we would like to work, um, and the team we would like to be the part of. Um, reality is not always um, uh, as we would like it to be, but uh, yeah, we, we all have that um, that vision of, of, of what we would like to be. Um, well, it's, it's, it's hard to answer this question because, uh, as I said before, I truly believe, um, that, um, some things will change for good. We don't really know exactly how the world will change. It depends on, you know, how long it's going to take, uh, for us to, um, 
to go through that difficult time. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that it's already done. Like we are not coming back to where, where we where we were before. Um, and I I don't want to say that because we, we when we were talking before this um, uh, before this uh, recording, uh, we were we, one of you said that you know it, it we should lots of people bring this positive message that you know the change that that difficult time will be uh, something that brings. Uh, a change, <laughs> a positive yes, change. Yes, very much. <laughs> you can still say that. If you <laughs> Sorry for making this harder for you. Um, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you made it harder for me, but I, I, I try to say it this way uh, because this is how we people um, um, grow. Uh, we grow through uh, difficult times and. Honestly, I don't think there's any other way uh, to to really grow and you know become more aware of things, uh, be more self-aware, become more resilient than to go through difficult times and to to go through challenges. So I really hope that it's going to be a good change, uh, at least on some levels. Um, uh, maybe it's just me trying to be the optimist now at the moment and and. Not to bring any, any, anybody down, uh, but the, with IT matters well. The, the world of IT um, uh, that we want to present with IT matters is the world of um, people communicating with each other, like um, truly of true communication, like a real connection, um, and embracing that we are all different and we and the. The, the, the spectrum of our, of our differences is so so big, but it's so beautiful as well. And um, anyone by you know just being themselves and embracing who they are can bring something good into the lives of others, into their team, into their organization, and into their business as well. <clears throat> we are not really talking about you know. Um, having a strategy of diversity and inclusion in, their, in, in an organization. I, there are people who, who uh, do this, um, who are experts in that. This is not our thing. Um, we are showing like this small changes, but small changes in our everyday life that really matter. So uh, we will... Um, we will talk about, you know, how to communicate with your team members that have a different cultural background, how to improve your communication with them, um, how to understand them better. Um, we will talk about how to understand ourselves, how to understand that, you know, um, how our brain works and how we can change the, the certain things, uh, we, how we think about certain things. And, and just make our life better and the life the life of people around us. Um, we will also talk about how um, having, a, for example, a person who is uh, um, neuroatypical, so for example with uh, Asperger's syndrome, how this can um, benefit your team uh, and your organization. Um, so just this little 
things. Um, easy to do and hard to do <laughs> at the same time uh, can make a big difference. Um, just, you know, all you need to do is, you know, kind of open your mind and, and, and want to bring that change. Um, there are certain things we cannot change. We are not all big. We have we don't have that big influence of everything we do. Um, again, now more than ever, we uh, experience that that there are so many things that are um, that we you know we cannot do anything about. Uh, we just have to accept them. And I think it's the same on a smaller level as well. Like in in we we will not change certain things in our organizations, but we can change something in our team, for example. So just you know, small um, area of influence. <laughs> so just being as our conference, we, we are not a huge conference. We will not probably uh, bring our message to the masses. But if we change um, everyday work life on one of one team, personally, I would be happy. Like you know, it's a success uh, because this is the small, uh, the small scale of the big change. You know. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and then it's just, as I said, it's like living by example. If, um, if there's this one team within the organization that brings some, some positive changes and people are just really happy and not only happy, but also like, you know, just work efficiently with, uh, by being happy, being more productive. And, uh, that can also show the example to the other team or just the leaders a little higher to, to, to change something. So I think this is our goal um, and we're, we're, what we are trying to do. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's, it's kind of similar. I don't really want to change the world. I'll leave that for the people in San Francisco, the startups there. Um, what brings me a weird kind of joy maybe is that when I tell people how I live, how I see things, how I uh, see the company evolving, they they frown and they start thinking like, oh, so you can do things differently and it does work. And that makes me so happy. Um, so I, I try to be more minimalistic when it comes to my life. I, try to fit everything that I need into a bag and that's it. Um, I try not to have a fixed place where I live and people wonder and they go, hmm, is this something that I could do? Maybe not, maybe it is, but at least they're wondering. So I want to do the same with the company. I don't want to grow past six people um, because I think then you need to have some kind of politics or some hierarchy or... Um, or it evolves naturally, even if you don't put it there, it, it's going to evolve anyway. Um, it's going to get too many communication levels, and I don't enjoy that at all. I want to work with people that want to work with each other, that respect each other, that can learn from each other, that are diverse, to keep um, people interested and engaged and learn from each other again. Um, and also, <laughs> I... The last person that we hired, um, which is number four, um, the first three of us, we sat together and we, we made a final decision saying, okay, if we were a team of superheroes um, who all have 
a different talent. One of us can fly, the other one is elastic, whatever. Um, would this fourth person be a fourth member of our superhero team? Do we want her to be part of this? Um, and, and can she can she add to the team? And that opened up a, a discussion of how she was different from us and how she would fit in the team and how we could profit from that um, because we could learn from that because she would add, she would be different and she could, um, in superhero terms, defeat other villains in different ways. Um, and that was that was an interesting way to look at it. So we're working towards our six people. We want to have everything completely transparent, everyone as, um, as um, how do you say this, where everyone is the same or on the same power level, let's say. I'm lacking words. Um, but where everyone's the same, nobody's uh, in a higher hierarchy or whatever, just people having different tasks and roles. And that's what I enjoy. When I explain this to people, they... Um, they wonder at why aren't you so focused on growth or profit or whatever. No, we just want to have a good time, learn and move forward at our own pace that we think is sustainable. Great answers. And um, sorry again, Joanna, for making it harder for you by saying earlier that I, um, yeah, I think what I wanted to say by when I, when I said that sometimes I've, at the moment I find it hard for, um, or to to see all these messages that try to be like super positive and yeah see a chance in every crisis and so on and that's of course totally true similar to what you said but at the same time i think it's also it's there there's always like like in so many other areas there's always a balance to be found between like being super optimistic and disregarding all challenges or seeing every challenge as um as a yeah opportunity for growth and so on that's true that's true but at the same time it's also important to to recognize and i don't think you see that in any different way but it's important to recognize that sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's exhausting and especially in, in the current times um it's it's hard to to cope with all this stuff um and that's fine to just leave it as it is and to just leave it stand like that and we don't have to find a chance in every moment and every opportunity um in every challenge but just like feel shitty for a moment of course but like you know acknowledging that you know as you, as you said that just yeah as you just said it um acknowledging the situation um accepting um it's that's a huge step as well like um it's really hard to find that balance uh between uh you know um kind of trying to reject uh, the reali reality and just like, no, it's not happening. We're going to be back to uh, normal soon and nothing's going to change to, um, you know, someone who's like already trying to find out how we can make it a profit, right? How can we use that situation to, you can see that as well, like when you're just uh, on social media or whatever, looking at people's reactions, they're very different. Mm -hmm. But that also proves that, you know, we are very diverse and, um, and even though um, we we're talking about it at our uh, webinar that, you know, there's uh, this uh, primal thing in us that, you know, we, we just feel fear and we want to survive if something like that happens. Uh, this, this is something that's been with us like since forever. 
um, we are made for survival uh, as, as a species. So, but there are different different ways of dealing with that. And we are, you know, some people, you know, will be just laughing, laughing and putting uh, silly memes on on the internet because this is what makes them feel better. Uh, and others will, will, you know, try to go closer to their spiritual to it, spiritual um, um, part, and that's also okay. And uh, others will do some, uh, some buy a lot of stuff because they're in panic. That might have <laughs> not been too good, but also we need to have that empathy. We understand those people. And, um, yeah, we are just really very, very different, but we have one, a lot of things in common as well. And once we find these things that we have in common, uh, it's, it's way easier to understand each other and to be, you know, more empathetic towards each other. And now more than ever, we have to, we have to work as a team, right? This is like the huge teamwork task, um, the coronavirus. <laughs> It's not something we can do uh, by ourselves. Like we have to really rely on people that we don't know. And personally, even though we care much, mostly about our family and our about our children, but no, it's not working that way, right? It's it's bigger than that, and it's it's a bit like um, a teamwork. It's like being at work, like some. There are people in your team that you really care about. Some people you probably care less, but you still have to work together <laughs> for a success. And I think it's, 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 maybe it's a silly metaphor, but, <laughs> but as, as this is the way I see it, that it's a, it's a great task, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's like the um, great parting words, to be honest, right? I mean, highlighting the need for, for empathy and um, embracing all our differences um, and recognizing that it's all about teamwork. Um, so um, thank you, both of you, for your time um, to, to have this chat with me, to do this recording. And um, yeah, hope we see each other soon and take care. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you very much. It was a wonderful experience. Bye. It was. Thank you very much. <laughs>